Turn up the radio and sing along. It's time for another great song. This is the Great Song Podcast. Season's greetings and welcome once again to the Great Song Podcast. I'm Rob Alley. I am J.P. Mosier. And we're here to celebrate the greatest songs in modern music history. We're going to tell you what makes them great, why we think they're awesome, and why you should too. J.P., how you doing today, man? Man, I am doing fantastic. Surprise, folks. It's Rivalry Week. Yes, it is. Oh, and we are surprising you and the world with a rivalry. That's right. So those that have... Follow the show for a while. Um, we do these rivalries where we pick a song that I love and Rob hates, or we'll pick one that Rob loves yep. and I hate, yep. and we battle it out. Yeah. Well, this week, it's us against the world. Yeah, it is. Here's a song that the world loves that we hate. Yeah. So we are tagging up together. Tag team, I'm tapping you in. Rob, talk a little about what we're doing, what we're talking about. Run with it for a minute. All right, here we go. We're going to talk about every possible version of this song, all 400. <laughs> You love it, we hate it. <laughs> this is You Raise Me Up. <laughs> I'm already sad. We could do a whole episode on why I hate this intro. This <laughs> it's everything I hate about the sucky Titanic song, but slower. <laughs> this isn't even a sad song, but it makes me sad. <laughs> Oh my gosh. No. It already feels like the movie should be over. <laughs> oh, brother. We don't even have to hear anymore. We're good. No, so, we, let's go. Okay, you're good. We might as well. If you've never heard this song before, <laughs> you are lucky. I'm not, I can't do the key change. Let's not. All right. That is You Raise Me Up. That's the Josh Groban version. But let me be clear. We freaking hate them all. Everyone. Everyone. There's not like a preferred version of this song. Uh, that was written by Brendan Graham and Rolf. I Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play his name. The in- pronunciation of how to pronounce this name because it's got one of those. I don't know what you call the O with the line through it that you see in a lot of like Nordic languages and stuff like that. Just say. So, no to this song it looks like loveland but i know the o is not pronounced that way so here is i believe the pronunciation of it this is what i found online rolf loveland 
There okay, that is how to pronounce his name. Boom. One more time. Rolf Lövland. All right. Thanks for joining us. I'm going to call him Rolf Loveland uh, because that's the closest I can get, but it's Rolf Loveland, <laughs> um, something like that. Um, so written by them. Originally... <laughs> Originally released by Rolf's Irish-Norwegian duo Secret Garden from the 2002 Secret Garden album Once in a Red Moon. Um, if you want to hear a little bit of that, too bad. I was I was hoping that like <laughs> he like was gonna do it, yeah. and then I was, I like, was wet, and then he stopped. I was like, I can't bring myself to do it. It's the same. They're all the, they're all the same. Yeah. They're all the exact same. I, I was hoping. You know, sometimes you hear a song that you're like, I don't like it, and you go back and you find like the oh, original version. version. You're like, okay, it's not bad. Yeah, but so they're all awful. I w- yeah, I was hoping that the original version might have something to do. You know, um, might have something to it that the version that I uh-huh. know, do- you know, don't. But it, it doesn't. It, I had to go get a flu shot to keep from getting sick. Um, <laughs> the uh, I'll tell one thing. So we just played the Josh Groban version. So that's in my head. That song's at uh, 59 beats per minute. That's it's slow. It's stupid slow. Very slow. Yeah. So my challenge was, can I find another song? That's good at 59 beats. Okay, a, a song so, that you do a like. A song that I love. Yeah. And I found one. Okay. And I listened back to the only one I like at 59 BPM is Lenny by SRV. So that's oh, at 59 okay. But that's just because mm. it's Stevie Ray Vaughan and it's, it's completely different. Okay. Which makes me believe 59 BPM is the worst BPM <laughs> in the history of music. So there's point one. It's very it's very difficult to keep a good thing going at 59 beats a minute. <laughs> um yeah. Okay. So the the secret. But if you guys need a palate cleanser, listen to Lenny. You'll be there okay. There you go. With it. There you go. Yeah. If you're like, this is my this is my walking tempo. <laughs> if you're doing like water aerobics, maybe 59 <laughs> yeah. beats a minute could if be like sent, a. Yeah. If they sent you this as a template, like I need you to do water aerobics, and this yeah. you're like crap. Yeah. You can play Lenny and get yeah. Through play it. Lenny. Like <laughs> I need to do jumping jacks underwater, <laughs> and I need a tempo track for it. Um, <laughs> I can just see people like crying in the pool. <laughs> Um, so the the secret garden version originally was a minor hit in the uk um and uh and that band uh secret garden actually wrote the 95 uh eurovision contest um winner with a song called nocturne um they've they've sold millions of albums worldwide and uh, the Eurovision contest is something we ha- really haven't talked about a ton. We've I mentioned saw the, it. The Will Ferrell movie and everything. Where they, yeah, it's an interesting concept, yeah. and I, I just don't know much about it. I've never really like keyed into it. You if know, if we do an ABBA episode, but, I'm sure it'll come up. There you go. The vocalist on the original version uh, by Secret Garden is neither of the members of Secret Garden. It's a guy named Brian Kennedy, who is a Northern Irish singer uh, with a couple of charting songs in the UK. The song itself has been recorded by over 125 artists. Uh, several of which have charted, and I think I saw a number. I saw the number four hundred thrown around, but I think that is counting like live covers and everything. But it's been recorded. It's been cut by over one hundred and twenty-five artists. Which I mean, it's is been ins- done on every one of those voice, you know, American oh, Idol, yeah. all that for show. sure. Yeah. Um, so here's a few. Here's a few charting versions of it. Daniel O'Donnell, uh, his version hit number twenty two in the UK. Uh, the Christian group Selah hit number two on the Billboard Hot Christian Songs chart. Um, this makes total sense to me. AC Christian Radio loves a song that sounds like it came from a sweatshirt at Walmart. Um, <laughs> It was nominated. Dude, every video. So that being said, with that concept, if you go like on YouTube, because that's where I like yeah. every other one is a picture of is like a Jesus video yeah. with this song. Yeah, which is one of the things that I hate the most yeah. about this song. Actually, uh, 
you know, these songs, we've talked a little bit about like songs that are, um, that are so nonspecific that you could use them about just a regular person or Jesus, you know, um, without like saying anything. It's like, um, I, I just, I just don't, I just don't like that to begin with. And this is like the ultimate example of Uh that, like, right. Like don't sing this song to Jesus. Just don't. (laughs) Jesus did more than that. You know what I mean? Like Jesus, he's got a lot better grammar too. And we'll talk about (laughs) that in the lyrical section. And the reason we got actually hooked on to, to doing this song is from the episode we did with Robin Crystal, where she was talking about, she didn't, she do this at a church. I probably yes. We've both had to sing oh, this at multiple I, I, like I weddings was, or whatever. Yeah, I thought this was the one of the ones that she had to sing at her wedding yeah. or something like that. Yeah, it's and we're just like oh, that song is disgusting. Song is awful. Yeah, it's every time every time I've ever had to sing this song. Every time anybody's ever had to sing this song, you just have to like swallow it down. You're like, <laughs> you really want this at your thing? Like whether it's wedding, funeral, whatever, you know, bar mitzvah. <laughs> Or I thought you were gonna say. Yeah, it's just it, it, uh, just awful. Um, let's see. Uh, a group called Westlife in the UK had a number one hit uh, with "With You Raise Me Up," um, and of course Josh Groban's, which we'll dig into a little bit more uh, in just a minute. The song started as a musical piece by Ruth Ruben, and um, he asked songwriter Brendan Graham to add lyrics. Brendan Graham is a famous Irish writer of both song and prose, and he's written two Eurovision winners for Ireland, uh, Rock and Roll Kids and The Voice, not to be confused with You're The Voice, which is not John that. Farnham. John Farnham. There we go. Uh, he's also written several uh, tracks. Which is a great song. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we got to do that song. Um, he's also written several uh, tracks for Celtic Woman, who also have a popular version of You Raise Me Up. There's is probably like the third or maybe fourth one that comes up. Um, the Josh Groban version went to number one on the U.S. Adult Contemporary chart, number 73 on the Hot 100, earned him a 2005 Grammy nomination for Best Male Pop Vocal Performance. <laughs> I don't know why the way you rolled that out. I thought you were going to say, earned him a 2000. I thought you were going to be like, earned him a 2005 Pontiac G6. <laughs> <laughs> like he just won on the prices, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought you were getting. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, for Best Pop <laughs> Male Vocal Performance. Uh, believe it or not, that Grammy went to John Mayer for Daughters. Really? Daughters yeah. won Best Male Pop Vocal Performance. Yes. It's like... I don't think of John Mayer as a vocalist yeah, as I mean, much. He's good. He's, he's a great singer. But, but like, if uh, you put those two side by side, who's going to win a pop vocal contest? There you go. Yeah. let That John Mayer beat Josh Groban for Best in Male Pop contest. Vocal. Yeah. Um, the it was the number ten AC song of uh, of two thousand four was Groban's version. I'll give you that. Um, AC top 10 for that year real quick. It's pretty interesting. You Raise Me Up, number 10. Number 9, Calling All Angels by Train. Number 8, Unwell by Matchbox 20. Number 7, Ain't No Mountain High Enough, Michael McDonald. Uh, I, seemed what year weird. is that? 2004. I don't know. Oh. Was there a re-release of it or something? Or a 25th anniversary kind of, I don't know. Number 6, this one's for the girls, Martina McBride. Uh, number 5, Forever and For Always by Shania Twain. Number 4, Drift Away, the Uncle Cracker version featuring <laughs> Dobie Gray. Uh, number 3, 100 Years by Five for Fighting, uh, alum of the show. Number 2, First Cut is the Deepest by Cheryl Crow. And number 1, this is the perfect, absolutely, this was the number 1 adult uh, AC song of that year, White Flag by Dido. Yeah. That was, I mean, that's as AC as it gets, <laughs> right? It's funny. <laughs> It's funny because doing the research, it sounds like basically 
the, for the Josh Groban version, David Foster heard the song and he wanted to produce a version of it and he just kind of picked Josh Groban to give it to. He, not that Groban was looking for a song uh-huh. and he's like, I heard this song. Um, but Foster is big enough that he just chose Josh Groban as the vessel through which to pour his genius. So we should love this because we love David Foster. Yeah, David Foster's great. <laughs> We've covered several songs that he's been a part of and uh, and he's obviously a genius yeah. and, you know, whatever. But man, it's and I think it's just, it's not the production. It's not Josh it's Groban. The song. It's the freaking it's song. The, it's like, just such a bad song. I'm so glad you said that. Like, and Josh Groban's got a voice that the guy can sing. I don't like his voice. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, but he's good. Like, I ain't yeah. hating on Josh Groban. Yeah, it's no. just he picked this crappy song. Gro- <laughs> Groban's a funny. He didn't even pick it. David yeah, Foster picked, picked him, him for it. And, yeah. it and like, he's funny, right? He's been yeah. on those shows. Groban's funny. He's been on like uh, uh, The Office, and yeah. he's a good. Tw- uh, he used to be. I don't know if he's still on there. A good follow on Twitter. He's a funny guy, and. um yeah, it was just like David Foster went, I'm going to take you to the top, boy. You know what I mean? And Groban's like, all right, fine, let's go. Let's grab this song. And it worked. Um, here's, here's a sentence with three things that don't seem to go together. Ready? Josh Groban performed You Raise Me Up at Super Bowl 38 in a special NASA commemoration for the crew of the Space Shuttle Columbia disaster. <laughs> that sentence is full of surprises. Let's let me just tell you. Let's go football. <laughs> yeah, first of all, like you're like, yeah, let's get you know. You go from it's Hank super, Williams, you know, yeah. all rowdy friends are coming over tonight. <laughs> Here's Josh Groban at halftime. When I am done, <laughs> like what? And then it's like, and then they're showing like the Challenger the exploding. Challenger. What? <laughs> like. And that's first of all, that's a that's a bit literal. Like you raise me up, <laughs> the challenger. But then the challenger exploded it, on the way it up. Does, yeah. Like what the crap? I get it. it's okay. It's inspiration. It's there whatever. That seems like a disaster. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Me neither. But I'm like, and I I don't want to watch it because yeah. then I have to hear the song again <laughs> and relive the challenger explode. I'm sorry, the Columbia. The Columbia. Co- oh, Columbia. Wait, the challenger exploded. What happened in the Columbia? Oh no! That's what it didn't get off the ground. I don't don't think it got off the platform. All right, I'm going to look at this because I don't want to be I don't want to be you know offensive about the the Columbia. So let's at least get the disaster right. That's fun. The Challenger was when we were in elementary school. That was yeah, and that's what I was thinking. The the Columbia. I think that's the one that didn't get off the. Let's see. Okay, okay. So that was in 2003. Um, the spatial Columbia disintegrated as it re-entered the atmosphere over Texas, killing all seven okay. astronauts on board. So, equal disaster, mm-hmm. but for some reason the Columbia was not. I was I was thinking Challenger for some reason. I was like, why are they still talking about the Challenger in 2004? Yeah. It was like it's a, not a yeah, it wasn't an anniversary or something. So that was even more confusing. Okay, at least it was timely. <laughs> at least that, and I don't mean to make light no, of the Columbia good. disaster for sure. I just mean that that sentence really threw me for a yeah. loop. That's all I'm saying. Um, more so about the football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why at the football? Why at the, the Super Bowl game? It was like yeah. I, I don't really understand. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or twenty-four-seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Here's basically my take on the song. Okay. Okay. This is my, this is what I hate about it. It's schlocky, syrupy, emotional 
Christmas shoes level <laughs> drivel, right? Yeah. It's the worst kind of manipulative eighth grade graduation <laughs> music I can possibly imagine. It's not even it's it's not good sentimental. Yeah. We love good oh, sentimental, man. right? L- last week we just had Andy Gullahorn, yeah. who's the king of sentimental. Yeah, exactly. Ben Rector, that's absolutely great sentimental. Love that. This is awful, fake. Yeah. Put on sentimental, uh-huh. right? This is like the the fake nails of of sentimental. Yeah, it's like somebody took "Wind Beneath My Wings," "The Rose," <laughs> and "I Hope You Dance" and <laughs> threw them all together in a blender. And this is the milkshake that came out that makes me so farty and bloated. I have to stay inside for the rest of the day. All right? Yeah, that's <laughs> that is it. That is my. No. That's, Encapsulated analysis. That's perfect. And that'll song. transition well into the first scene of the video okay. because it's downright vomit worthy. <laughs> he slow rises from the couch like I do when I have to crap in the middle of my favorite TV show. <laughs> and I'm like, uh. So this song is like Taco Bell. It raises me up off the couch when I'm watching Sports Center and I have to pause it to go take a fatty. <laughs> I gotta tell you, this has really brought out some good writing from us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, lyrically. Let's okay. talk a little bit about the lyrics. All right. When I'm down and oh my soul so weary, mm. when, when troubles come and my heart burden be, yeah. what the heck kind of grammar yeah, is that? Yeah, that's trying to sound poetic, uh, right? But if you switched it around to where it, you would, you know, if you kind of unravel that old English, uh, it's still wrong. Yeah. It should be, and my heart is burdened. Is burdened. Right? Not my heart be burdened. Be burdened. When my heart be burdened. Yeah, if you're going to get my heart burdened is, is yeah. if you want to be. Then you got to finish the line. Right. When you come, when you, when you, uh, <laughs> Until you come and sit a while with <laughs> Gliz, you know, whatever, that you need a different rhyme there. Yeah. Um, that means me. I don't know what word that yeah. could be. Maybe that's why they didn't use that's the right word. with B. All right. So, worst chorus in history. Here we go. Here's why. You raise me up so I can stand on mountains. Okay. Okay. Are you trying to kill me? Right. I can barely stand, yeah. and then you go put me on top on a, of a mountain. On a mountain where I can't breathe, and I might That's fall right. and die. Yeah. You raise me up to walk on stormy seas. Yeah. Okay, definitely trying to kill me. You want me to walk on a stormy sea? Two people have done it, Peter and Jesus, right. and I'm neither <laughs> yeah. of those. I'm strong when I'm on your shoulders. Not even possible. If for some reason I became stronger on your shoulders, my walking would be impeded. There's no way you <laughs> could right. be stronger. I, I've got no base. That's right. I got no. It's like chicken in yeah. the swimming pool. Yeah. You're much stronger on the ground. You're much stronger on the ground. I got no trunk. Okay, you raise me up to more than I can be. Obviously, yeah. I'm pretty weak sauce if that's the case. So, like, yeah. that's for that's lyrically just yeah. slop. It's true. We've talked about how I think the the worst stanza in all of rock music history is Bon. Jovi at the beginning of always, <laughs> yeah. right? Because just of all the mixed like, metaphors. All the that's yeah. all that's what mixed this metaphors. is, right? Yeah. This yeah. is all just a bunch of just low-hanging fruit yeah. mixed men. <laughs> this the, like those metaphors aren't even low-hanging fruit. They're dead fruit, right? They're touching the ground, <laughs> withered, yeah. sour fruit. Yeah. Uh, it's just so easy, right? <laughs> yeah. And look, I listen. God bless the people that wrote this, uh, right? I'm super happy for them. <laughs> I'm glad, and I respect the other work you've done. Uh-huh. This song can kick rocks. <laughs> this right. song should not have been made. Uh-huh. I, if you're listening and this song has like helped you through something or if it memorialized a parent or something like that, I'm sorry. You shouldn't have done it. You shouldn't have done it. I'm sorry. If we lose listeners over this, I don't even care anymore. This song is awful, and I don't care what it means to you, okay? 
<laughs> Pick a better song. Our Patreon just got cut in half. Okay. Uh, 52 seconds. Speaking of simple, low-hanging fruit, let's talk about the piano part at 52 seconds. <laughs> Sure. Super creative. Let's yeah. talk about this. Yeah, come on. David Foster. Come on, come man. On. Maybe Josh Grove. I've never heard him play piano. Maybe they're <laughs> maybe like, he sucks at piano. Maybe they're like, hey, we wrote something for you. Man, yeah. <laughs> there it is. Some say love. Exactly. Dude. Right. It's perfect. Napoleon Dynamite. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, okay, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. I said it was like a, you know, a crap milkshake made from these other songs. It actually, it's really just like somebody ran the classic Irish folk song, Danny Boy, through a washing machine <laughs> where every bit of character and genuine emotion was beat out of it, okay? <laughs> Let's hear Danny Boy, okay. um, and, and at least we're going to play the Johnny Cash version, so at least we can play something good today, okay? <laughs> All right, so listen to this melody, okay? And listen to the cadence of this song. Listen to everything about it. This is You Raise Me Up. As it should be. Oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. From glen to glen and down the mountainside. The summer's gone and all the roses fallen. It's you, it's you Must go And I must bide But come ye back When summer's In the meadow Or when the valley's hushed And white with snow I'll be here in sunshine or in shadow. Oh, Danny boy, oh, Danny boy, I love you so. And it's not that that's super production, it's organ. Yeah. 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 And delivery. So, like the, 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 yeah. Cadence. That song is great. Yeah. Danny Boy is a legit worldwide classic. Yeah. Like a, it's almost a hymn, you know what uh-huh. I mean? It's like a, it's just this thing that will live forever. It's Danny Boy. Uh, and do you remember the Save by the Bell Artie Boy that they do? No. Oh, Artie Boy, the bugs, the bugs are buzzing. Oh wow! There's gnats and ants, mosquitoes on the something, and they'll be there for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh, in that big chameleon banquet in the skies. That oh was? my gosh! Wow. Core memory unlocked. <laughs> so, but anyway, you hear, you hear, you raise me up. In Danny Boy, right? You can't not hear it. It's there. Um, and, and so here's, here's the, I'll qualify that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you know, I get, a, I get a, I get a, you know, things suck up my craw about songs that borrow heavily from other songs, like the Kid uh-huh. Rock song that's, that's Sweet, Home Alabama, "Sweet Home Alabama" all summer Alabama, long, yeah. you know, all that stuff. So to literally just like 
lift a lot from Danny Boy. It's like for it to come Danny out. Boy raised me. Like, like literally, that's this song doesn't succeed without yeah. Danny Boy. Yeah, if there is no Danny Boy. This song doesn't do anything because it never exists. But we don't mind Hook by Blues Traveler because it is leaning into that as part of the joke and part of the land. Yeah, for sure. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, so this, like, if you're going to take it, take it and, like, do something with it. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) this is like, just, I just want to write a sucky version of Danny Boy. (laughs) Call it my own and and lean on it, you know, um, um, uh, capitalize on this feeling. Emotion, yeah. Ew, that's yeah. disgusting, okay? <laughs> so, like, and I'll say this, Danny Boy is public domain, uh-huh. okay, which means it's not wrong to borrow. Yeah. It's not, like, against Anybody the law. Anybody can cover Danny Boy and not have to worry about royalties or anything. Yes, so it, it, on that level, you're playing by the rules, mm-hmm. you're fine, but it's just against my code. <laughs> to do this with Danny Boy yeah. is just wrong, right? Yeah. And so, not only that, but you raise me up probably also borrows heavily from an Icelandic song called let me just play you I can't there's no way I can pronounce this <laughs> it looks it looks like I'll just try try and spell it a little bit it's s o with an umlaut k n u o with a thing above it that I don't even know what it is <laughs> Another U and an R, okay? And it's pronounced by composer Johan Helgeson, okay? And so I'll play you a little bit of that now. And I'm going to play you, I'm going to play you an English translation of it, okay? So that um, you can... Most of our listeners speak English. Most of our listeners are English speaking. I know we literally have some like uh, Nordic, you know, listeners, but I'm going to go ahead and play you an English translation. This was 1977 originally. Originally, not this version. So I'll tell you this. According to Variety, Helgeson claimed that Luvland would have had access to this song during his multiple visits to Iceland in the 1990s. As it was then used as the boarding music on Iceland Air. Okay. Okay. So Helgeson also claimed that the melody of You Raise Me Up was directly lifted from this song. Are you sure? You listen it's and be the judge. I mean, it's already that. Right? Oh. oh, come on. Oh, goodness. It's not even like beside me with you I'm more than I can be. What? Save it. It's the s Mm-mm. Dude. Is that insane? Like that's nuts. <laughs> that's the one I, chord I like change that chord that's different. <laughs> Okay, 
So, so st- that's what like if somebody gave somebody a soundtrack to you raise me up, but they didn't know the words. <laughs> and they're like, just go in there and sing something about this and just kind of <laughs> run with they're it. They're trying to like Leslie Nielsen it. Yeah, like- exactly. <laughs> Frank Dribben. <laughs> it's Frank Dribben that's right. saying you raise me up. Yes. That's- Frank Dribben's national anthem version of you raise that's me good. up. That's great. Yeah. Um, so so here's what happened. The the Performing Rights Society of Iceland analyzed both songs and found a 97% similarity hey, between them, stating that the songs are, quote, musically identical except for just two notes. That's probably that one that chord. chord, you know. Um, a U.S. district court, however, sided with Secret Garden, uh, the original writers, saying that while the songs were similar, it was not similar enough as a matter of law to constitute a claim, this is from Wikipedia, and that Helgeson's work likely borrowed some itself from Danny Boy and other folk tunes to begin with, making any similarity a moot point. In other words, this song sounds like Danny Boy to begin with, and yeah, your song sounds like this song, but they said basically that the analysis by the uh, Icelandic uh, Performing Rights Society and and the person that they used as an expert witness or as an expert uh, musicologist, um, they need Mosier on that panel, but... um, (laughs) They that they said basically you're attributing similarity where there really is none. They're saying like this uses this note and this one also uses this note, but they're not really in the same place. You know what I mean? That's, That's like okay, this uses an F sharp, yeah, and this also uses an F sharp, but it's not in the same same measure spot. But Come you're on. calling that a similarity, and you're saying they're ninety seven. You just hear the similar. chords. So, I mean, and, yeah. and the melody's saying so similar. It sounds to me like their maybe their expert witness tried to overdo it, yeah. and in overdoing it, probably blew their chance at winning that because that sounds like a very winnable argument. to Absolutely. Me. Now I get the thing about them saying that like they're both lifted from Danny Boy. I feel like I sure. could. I feel, and that's I'm not a lawyer, but I feel like I could pose a setup. Like I feel like I could phrase this in a way. Go back yeah. and listen to some of our other rivalry episodes yeah. and see the way yeah. we set ourselves up. Yeah. Me and Rob could go in there and win this case. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, at this point, I think maybe let's meet. Do we have a yeah, meet the we band? Can, we can meet the band. Okay. Let's meet them. Hey, let's meet the band. It's time to meet the band. Hey, mama, let's meet the band. Let's all meet the band. Hey! All right, so we're going to meet the band. Um, there's so many different versions and so many different bands. <laughs> we're talking about all of them. So no, so I went, uh, I'm just going to do a little meet the band on the video. Okay. Um, I was going to bash on, on the video. <laughs> on the video. So I was going to assign each of these people a fake name and an alter ego, um, but I'm just going to hit some highlights. Right. And they seem like nice people. This is the Josh Groban video. So I named all the, I was going to name all the violin girls and there's one that's holding a trumpet that never plays it. <laughs> and there's a quick swiveling head harp lady over exaggerated electric guitar guy playing the wrong finger position on chord <laughs> and the video guy blurred out Paul Rudd looking bass player dude in the back but they all started to get kind of mean so we'll just stop there okay. so that's our version of me all right band. okay so fair enough we'll keep it uh, keep it nice because we're not we're not here again we're not here to bash Josh Groban no right we're not here to bash Celtic woman did we, we just think this is an awful song we could talk about the bad bagpipe meets violin solo or yeah. whatnot that's but but it's the song it's, it's the not song the it's, it's not Groban's fault you know, it's not even David Foster's fault. He just capitalized on something that he knew would make people cry. Yeah. That's it. Like, that's all. It's you You made, this is the, like... Every um, every note at the bottom of the video summarizes what they were trying to do. They're all, when I'm at my lowest point, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, that's what every comment says on yeah. there. So. And, and again, if that was you... 
I'm sorry. He was making a joke but and making should, a lot of it. We could have found a different one. But you should have found a better okay. song. Okay. Stump right. the Genius. I do have that. <laughs> okay. So let's play Stump the Genius. Stump the Genius. Stump the Genius. Stump the Genius. It's time to stump the genius. Jump up and take your part. I take your part. All right. So I started with Famous Falls. That's what I was going to go with because you raised me. I was going to try to do some sort of fall. <laughs> okay. That would be a funny play on words. Okay. So then I went famous. But all the falls I was finding was like Niagara Falls, Angel Falls, and that was just okay. a boring stump the genius. Ruby Falls. Nobody cared about okay. that. Exactly. So I'm going famous fails. I thought you meant like famous times that people have fell. Fallen. Yeah. That's, I was going with that. Okay. And then, but that's what I was looking for. Okay. But it kept, everything I kept looking up kept taking me back to like waterfalls. Okay. And so right, I was like, yeah. oh, that's kind of boring. Reichenbach Falls, Sherlock Holmes. There you go. Right. So I I went famous fails. So <laughs> here, here's a time where people failed, and we're just going to tie it into some trivia. Is this about our John Mayer episode? No, that's <laughs> changing. Yeah, right. Okay, question one. Here we go. A time to kill, famous by novel John Grisham, was rejected 28 times. Wow. Yeah. How about that for a failure? Dang. One of these actors is not in the movie. Okay, okay time to seen kill. the movie Time to Kill. I have not seen the movie. One of these actors. I've seen the I'm, poster, I guess. I'm Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Kevin Spacey. Nicholas Cage. Okay. One of these One of them is, is not, in, not in, in the movie. I think that's going to have to be Nicholas Cage. That is Nicholas yeah. Cage. Correct. Correct. That's for you, Crystal. So, number one, we got one. Yeah. Uh, number two, Henry Ford's first two automobiles companies failed. Okay. So, before wow. he made Ford, he made two automobile companies. What did he name them? That failed. You know I don't know, right? <laughs> Always go with the name, right? Yeah. Stick with your last name. Okay. Which of these is not a Ford? Okay. Pinto. Okay. FXR. All right. Fiesta. Okay. Focus. Uh, that'd be a, a FXR. FXR. Yeah. That's a Suzu. Good job. Good job. Number three. Elvis was fired from the Grand Old Opry and told back wow. to go back to truck driving. Mm. Which of these Elvis hits did he write? He okay. only wrote one of these. Okay. All Shook Up. Okay. Jailhouse Rock. Uh-huh. Hound Dog. Uh-huh. Blue Suede Shoes. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm guessing here. Uh, in, an informed guess. I'm going to guess all shook up. All shook there up. There we go. Nicely done. Informed guess. How yeah. did you lean into well, that? Well, I knew he didn't write blue suede shoes. Okay. I was uh, almost positive he didn't write hound dog. Yeah. Um, and then the other two, it was a 50-50. Good job. Good job. Um, oh, no. Did I not do question five or it didn't print? Okay. I got it. Okay. Question four. Need me to fax it to you? No, it's good. Right. <laughs> Here we go. Question four. Colonel Sanders was rejected a thousand times before founding a before finding a KFC franchise. Holy cow! A thousand times. What's Colonel Sanders' first name? Golly, I would have given up so so much so longer. It, I can guess this without multiple without choice. The hit. I believe it is Harlan. Harlan. Hey look now. At that. I was going Harlan Henry Harrison Harold. Let's Harlan. talk. Let's just be serious. I know fried chicken. Dude, four for four. Yeah. Let's can go. you sweep the category? Let's here go. We go. I'm Walt, raising my season average here. Walt Disney coming on fast was fired from a newspaper saying he lacked creativity. Okay. <laughs> Which of these is not a Disney movie? Okay. Okay. Rocketeer. Okay. Oliver and Company. Uh-huh. Mr. Holland's Opus. Okay. Fantastic Mr. Fox. That would be uh, Mr. Holland's Opus, not no, a Disney movie. Mr. Holland's Opus is a Disney movie. It's, okay. Fantastic okay. Mr. Fantastic Fox. Fantastic Mr. Fox? Is wow. No, how about that? I got one. Wow. So 80%. How about that? Robin? Is that the one with the, uh, uh, not Don Rickles, what's his name? Uh, I don't freaking, know. Uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. It's on like the Disney Plus. I don't know. Holy cow. Mr. Holland's Opus, though. There wow. That's Richard, crazy. Richard Dreyfus. Maybe on. I'm thinking of something else. All right. Maybe, right. Mr. Holland's Opus was a, Disney, a Disney movie. movie. How about that? I had no idea. The things you learn. The more you learn.
Dang. Um, that was wild. Yeah. I've okay. not got much. I, I felt got, so confident. I know. I you were rolling. So 80%. And he was cruising along. He's like, Mr. Holzo. Bam. Uh, there we go. Okay. There we go. Right. You raised me. I lowered you down. You lowered me <laughs> down. That's right. Uh, <clears throat> all right. One more note on that uh, lawsuit. The You Raise Me Up case was one of several in 2020 that kind of pushed back against. By the way, that's when. The U.S. District Court, it like 2004, the song came out, but the lawsuit in the U.S. was much later. Um, but it was one in 2020 that kind of pushed back against the wave of cases like the Marvin Gaye estate suing Robin Thicke over blurred lines. Okay. And the other thing, they sued, um, Marvin Gaye sued somebody over something else immediately was thereafter. Was it like who? I thought it was an Ed Sheeran thing. Maybe not. It was. It was Ed Sheeran over, uh, yeah. Uh, what's the song? Um, oh, my gosh. Hold on. We found love right where we are. What is that song? Baby, now, take me into your loving arms. What is it called? When your legs don't work like they used to before. Uh, anyway, whatever the crap that song is called, um, it, it said it sounded like Let's Get It On. Yeah, same same lawsuit. Um, and so, but the, the Robin Thicke case over Blurred Lines, claiming that it was stolen from Marvin Gaye's song, Got to Give It Up, that case was won by the Gaye estate, and it was the, the lawyer behind that suit who was tapped by Johan Helgeson to sue Secret Garden. Oh, wow. So he was like, I got this, yeah, you know, I got for this. sure. Yeah. Um, but it seemed like at a certain point, the courts decided, no, we're just not going to allow this to this degree. Okay, they were like, this stops here, or this is going to be an every month Everybody, thing. Yeah. We're going to have somebody coming after, you know. And they had just decided, I think, before this to overturn the judgment initially that was against Katy Perry for Dark Horse. I don't know if you remember that, but there was yeah. like a two million dollar settlement over that song. They overturned that and said, no, just kidding. We're not going to make we're not going to make you pay that about Dark Horse. And so this came kind of following um, after that. Um, just a couple more notes for me. I don't know what else you have. If you got more, um, Secret Garden reminds me of Savage Garden, which is <laughs> never going to help anyone. And um, NME, the website NME, on its list of worst songs of the two thousands, uh, called this song "The Sound of Slipping into a Coma." <laughs> oh God! <laughs> so yeah, there we go. Uh, I think that's kind of all I have. There's some really bad ones out there. For the sake, you just guys just go find the worst. Send us the worst ones. Yeah, send us the worst one you please, can find. Please send us the the one of the bride walking down the aisle singing in acapella is really bad. Woof. Um, but y'all find uh, y'all find us some good ones, some good bad ones. Yeah. What's funny is you know most of the versions. Of this song are done by people who can sing perfectly yep. fine it's yep. not it's not about the vessel it truly is not <laughs> it's, it's about word. the song you know it's uh it's really about just we just hate this song a whole bunch and truly i'm gonna say this and i'm not gonna put a punchline at the end of it truly if i offended you earlier when i was talking about you know whatever i, I understand music connects with people in weird ways and it helps them through through you know bad things i don't like this song <laughs> if this song is truly part of your life and i you know i hope i didn't it was you all earlier. in good fun these he are this is all in good fun he didn't like anything we actually it. hate this song but of course <laughs> we love you guys absolutely and if the song is part of your life then that's perfectly fine you do your thing and don't worry about my opinion um <laughs> That being said. Next week, we're finishing it off with a bang. Yes. It, next week will be a normal episode where we are back to we are gushing gonna, over things we love about an artist. Yeah. We are going to, we're going to talk about so much music next week. 
it's going to be just insane. Buckle in. Every so. we intentionally left out a lot of music this week because this song is trash. Yeah. But next week we're going to play so many good songs. Yeah. It's nice to do a rivalry week where we didn't have to go at each other. Exactly. Right. Like we don't even we're have just to against the world. Yeah. It's, we're together at this. We don't even have to make up after this. You know. <laughs> we don't. It's it's going to be great. So all right, we'll see you guys next week for the season finale of season ten of the Great Song Podcast. Until then, oh wait, do something for me though real quick before we finish. Go to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Great Song Pod. Give us that follow. Uh, go to, make sure you're subscribing on your podcast platform There's of choice. Be somebody that's like, I'm going to give these guys a chance. I like you raised me up. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what they've got. That's right. <laughs> somebody was like, oh, I can't wait to, I can't wait for somebody to defend this song. I know, right? then, I want to get on one of these guys' sides. I but. really expect one at least one nasty email, uh-huh. voicemail, or comment over over something we've said today. I really <laughs> do expect one, right? Um, but hey, if this was your thing and you just loved this episode, if you're like, I can't wait for something trash. What if it's just a bunch of Icelandic stuff sent to us that we, yeah. that we have to <laughs> like, run through the translator? Yep, Google Translate, yep. Uh, so yeah, if you loved this and you're like, I want to support this more, you can go to <laughs> patreon.com slash great song pod and become a producer of the show. And if you decide to uh, become a producer at any level, you'll get bonus goodies from us as a way of saying thank you. Ad free shows, early release, extra shows that you can't get anywhere else. Plus our second podcast, the catch up with Robin JP every week during the season, every weekend, I should say during the season. And, um, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, for being a part of what we do here, and for allowing us to bring it to you every week. It's truly an honor, even if you love this song. Uh, you know, we'll we'll there'll be something down the line. We'll make it up to you somewhere. All right, <laughs> let us know. We'll send you a sticker. There you go. We'll send you. That's right. If you are truly offended, truly <laughs> offended, send us a note, and we'll send you a sticker as our way of saying we're sorry <laughs> with a good song to go with it as a as a bandage <laughs> to heal our relationship. <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah. All right, we'll um, yeah, we'll see you next week for the season finale of season ten on the Great Song Podcast. Until then, I'm Rob. I'm JP. Go listen to some music.